Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for today. A new opportunity to correct the mistakes that we made as of yesterday. A new opportunity to look ahead to rebuild our relationship with you in all the areas that it has fallen through, in all the areas that we have made mistakes, in all the times that we have disobeyed you, in all the times that we have done things that hurt you. We come in surrender, Lord. We repent for our mistakes. And we ask and receive grace in the name of Jesus in order to turn away from those, that our eyes be opened to, those, to the truth that is in it, that we might gain strength to reject the temptation of the flesh, to go back into those sins. We acknowledge your presence here, Lord, with us. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path and our prayer. We trust in you, Lord, with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, but on the revelation that you grant us in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. That every time we come and commune with you, you pour peace and joy into our hearts. We share the same this morning with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it also with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And remembering all of these, Lord, lifting, up, lifting them up at our altar, we call on your name. The name of our maker, the name of our creator, the ancient of days the preserver of men, the Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who taught us to call God our Father, the one who came to bring his kingdom into our lives, the one who achieved for us atonement and salvation that the accuser can no longer point a finger and there is no condemnation then for each of us who are in him, in Christ. He is the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father, the one who heals our backsliding. And it is the same Lord who has made his tabernacle within us, the creative arm of the Father that moved and hovered over the void and formless earth at his spoken word and brought about creation into existence. That same greatest creative force in the universe is given to be with us as well. So that when we speak God's word, we can engage in the same creative process as of Genesis. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and the gift of prayer where we can combine these with faith, but we can also legally Authorize you to step into our circumstances. And we pray at our altar. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenly and every physical provision that we need. That we shall be found lacking nothing but step in abundance and walk in dominion over everything in the earth realm, just as you originally blessed men. We thank you, Lord, that you make your ways known to us that are much higher than our ways. Because we don't fully understand it and we're still, still susceptible to vacillating and oscillating, you command us to obey. 
We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift also of angels and destiny helpers who help us along that journey into abundance and to connect with you, to understand your ways better and to step into dominion. We thank you, Jesus. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord, for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I sent it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday, we reflected on building a lifestyle of prayer and the importance of our priesthood, that being the vision that God had for us to be a kingdom or a nation of priests and kings. And in order to exercise our lifestyle of prayer and priesthood, we first need to seek God. In Jeremiah 29 verse 13, God says, You shall seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So he's laid out the precondition there already. Seek him with all your heart. All that means is we need to make a commitment to seek him. And it is not by our emotions. It is a decision that we make in the spirit. To be led by the spirit to covenant with God. That you will deal with him. The only way to get an exchange is he deals with you or you deal with him. When he deals, when we leave it up to him to deal with us, then it may not always be pleasant. That's like us asking examples of that or us asking him, humble me, God. When he decides to humble, then it will hurt. Out of our own will, if we humble, then it would be a lot more easier. So either he deals with you or you choose to deal with him. And he is a king before he is your friend. That is something we should always remember. So we can't take him for granted. We can't get too friendly to assume that he will bypass and skip certain things because of that friendship. And he being a king, he will deal in the way he likes based on his calendar and not based on our emotions. So if we are praying for him to show up, 
he will only show up when he wants to he will not decide to show up because you are crying profusely so he works on his own ways or we need to understand those few things about him so that then when you are seeking you know what doesn't work we're not trying tricks that will that would be useless but there is one thing that he will be moved with or moved by which is your sacrifice and that's the way of the altar a spirit only understands the language of sacrifice and every time there is a sacrifice on the altar the bible has recorded that fire came down from heaven to consume it <clears throat> the fire of his presence it worked for abel it worked for noah it worked for solomon and it worked for elijah as well it will work for you too if you want to contact that fire think sacrifice now what sacrifice does he want from you you find references of bulls and goats sacrificed in the old testament in the book of leviticus that was his prescribed ritual there but when you move further to psalm 50 we are already probably starting to dread now oh god should i buy a bull and sacrifice it but when you move to psalm 50 he says very clearly what he doesn't want it's worth reading that psalm the full psalm clearly says what he wants and what he doesn't want in verse 5 he says gather my saints together to me those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice so he's defining there who his saints are the ones that are prayerful and have made that covenant with him by sacrifice so what are these sacrifices then when you read further you get an understanding when you hear covenant and sacrifice that the first thing that should strike your mind is where these two words come together that place is an altar that he is talking about an altar we've studied this in our friday bible study sessions a few months ago covenants and all and sacrifices are usually exchanged at an altar and that's your portal your landing strip as brothers have your daughters as well where a spirit would land it's your embassy to your kingdom which is earth and you are giving issuing a visa for god to step in that port of entry is your altar so in other words what he's saying in isam 50 verse 5 is come to me all who have set up an altar to me and that's the first step <clears throat> and then the second step is sacrifice and psalm 50 verse 8 and 9 he says i have no complaint about your sacrifices or the burnt offerings that you constantly offer but i do not need the bulls from your barns or the goats from your pens why he answers that in the next verse he says all the animals and the cattle on the hills and the birds are already mine so don't bring anything of that which is already mine give me something of yours then it would be a sacrifice what else can you bring in verse 14 he says offer thanksgiving and pay what you have promised me 
Then he gives the reassurance. Then when you call me in the day of trouble, in the day of trouble, I will deliver you. Are you seeing how that relationship is getting established there? Now that's a promise and it will bring him glory. So what sacrifice is asking there? Thanksgiving, pay what you have vowed. What other spiritual sacrifices can you offer? You can offer your time. You can offer your worship. You can offer your prayer. You can offer your humbling of yourself. And you can offer your repentance. You can also offer your joy and your praise. Let's look at a couple of scriptures for this. Psalm 27 verse 6 is a big one. That one That is the one that talks about joy and praise. In the interest of time, I won't go and read that one. But I'll read the next one. Psalm 51 verse 16 and 17 because this is important. This is the one that talks about what he doesn't want now. He says, it says there, and this is David's psalm, where he, he said, you do not desire a sacrifice or I would offer one. So he knows exactly what Psalm 50 is about. It says, you do not want burnt offerings. The sacrifice that you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and a repentant heart or a contrite heart, O God. So a repentant heart, he will not turn away. Every time you are repenting, you are offering a sacrifice at your altar. Every time you are offering praise and thanksgiving, worshipping him, you are offering a sacrifice at your altar. Every time you humble yourself, you are offering a sacrifice at your altar. So this has nothing to do with deeds outside in your personal life. But it has everything to do with what you transact with him at your altar of prayer. It is not about the humility that you show others outside. It is humbling yourself before God. And this one, the repentance one, is by far the one that affects him the most. It says, a humble and a contrite heart you will not despise. You will not turn away. We said earlier, he is not impressed by crying. But when you humble yourselves and you repent for the mistakes you have made, that is one by far he will not ignore. Let's look at an example of that. There are a few parables that he spoke of, Jesus gave and spoke of in Luke 15. But in particular, the prodigal son. In verse 7, Jesus delivers the key message there, Luke 15, 7. There is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous or probably offering their righteous sacrifice as well at their altars. And they have not strayed away. And yet that one repentant one says, I am setting up my altar and I come and repent. God's face turned towards him. Are you seeing the difference? Are you seeing his preference? That will always be the priority. That one lost sheep. His eye will always look for the repentant heart. And not to say that we don't need to repent. Because we need to repent every day of our life. Given our flesh will always lust against the spirit and want to do sinful things. So there are things we may unknowingly do. That's why surrendering before God is important, before he can fill you. 
If you don't empty yourself, your cup is already full. There's nothing for him to fill in. He said, my power is made perfect in your weakness. So what do you need to do to seek and find God? Make a commitment to deal with him. And it starts with seeking him. So your commitment that you are going to seek him. And the second step is set up your altar. Because that is where the spirit of God meets with men. And in fact, it's the only legal place that he can meet with you. So that amounts to fixing your place of prayer, having consistency at that same place at the same time every day in your prayer, connecting with the word of God as well and having consistency in that, getting to know him more. And you tell him, I set up my altar and I'm inviting you to step into my earth. And then the third one is your sacrifice, which is what you would then do at that place and time on a consistent basis until he shows up and he starts to deal with you. Now this time around, when he gets attracted to that altar and he starts to deal with you, that's when he starts to look at what are the problems in this person's life and how can I solve them? That's where he often starts. And then you start seeing answered prayer. That's when he honors your sacrifice and he starts to offer you covenants. He starts to have personal dealings with you. He makes promises that are exclusive to you alone. Not corporate, not for everyone. Not something written in his Bible, something exclusive only for you as a person or for your family. That's the kind of dealings we want from him. You shall seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we all make that commitment this day, anew, renewed and fresh, to seek you with all our heart, to establish our connection with you and to set up our embassy where we can invite you into our world, into our earth, into our realm, that you might take over and we might walk with you in your light. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. And for all that intercession session, I shall now hand over to Sister Shanin to take over. Lord, we just praise and thank you for that powerful teaching this morning. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare in the name of your precious son, Jesus, that 2023 and the rest of this year, Lord, for me and each of us, our families and our Holy Spirit, will be a pouring out of your anointing and your grace to seek you, Lord God, more. For an increase of a powerful revival of worshipping and praising you, and that through this praise and worship, people are coming and giving their lives to you, Lord, that people are bowing down before you, Lord, that we are being blessed in our coming and our going, and that each one of us is anointed for this time and season, Lord. Lord, that we can reach out to people and those prodigal sons will come back to you, Lord. We decree and declare an increase in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, an increase of our love for you, Lord, 
in setting up our altar for you, Lord Jesus, as we seek you. An increase in our finances, our employment. Lord, we just praise and thank you for all people who have got new jobs, Lord, for our health and wellness. That each one of us has been empowered by the Holy Spirit to pray with authority and to fulfill what each one of us has spoken of over our lives. We proclaim that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, Lord. We decree and declare this day that we see no impossibilities, that nothing is impossible to you, Lord God. Spirit of the living God, I and each one of us release you to move freely in each of our lives today, that the word of God being implanted in our hearts. I decree and declare that no demon will stop us from serving the highest God in Jesus' name. I decree and declare that our destinies will be revealed to us and that you, Father God, step into our foundation and uproot anything contrary to your will in us, in Jesus' name. I decree and declare divine favour over my life and each of our lives today and our loved ones and everyone we're praying for. We decree and declare that our identity is in you, Lord God, alone. And this we proclaim in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen, Amen, Amen. So, Lord Jesus, we bring to you everyone we are praying for on our prayer groups and privately. Just take one moment to just bring to the Lord specifically what you want us to hold up in our intercessory prayer this morning. All those have been asked to pray for, Lord, and all the intentions of our heart and your heart, Father God. Father, I thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us. So Holy Spirit, we now come together to pray in your language with the gift of tongues and intercede for all those whom we have just placed before you. I ask those who can join me to please unmute as we pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. O kiasaya, o ya kahasara kanda payanda kada papepia. Unda kada papa kaya sarankianda kana mapaya sara kada papia. Unda papa pia sara kia takada paka hasandia. Unda papa sara kianda kada mianda kada papepia. Uda paka hasaria kianda papepia. Sara kada manan papapia. Shia kia sara kianda kiria la la hasari yanda kapapa. Sada tata didia sanda kanamapibia. Unabakahia sara karapianda karakatipipia. Sara kanamianda karabia kahasaria. Shia hia kianda karapapia. Usanda kanamaka hasaria kianda karapapia. Unabakalaya sara yanka payata hasaya. Oya, <laughs> 
Shanda kana mabia, senda kana bia. Shanda kada baka hasaria. Kunda baka hasaria, nda kada pianda kada papia. Shanda kana baka hasaria, kida dadia. Shanda kana mianda kada papia. Shanda kana mianda kada baka haya, sara kada pia. Shanda kada hasara kada pianda kada mianda kada papia. Sandakarabaka Unda papapia, usara kia de katapapia, sunda papapia, sanda katapia. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This morning as we're praying, the vision that I was given of Jesus exiting the tomb at the resurrection in his just glorified body. And the scripture that he put on my heart this morning was Matthew 4, 4. But he answered, but Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And we have a scripture that's been shared in the chat and it's from Hosea 6 verse 6. It is written, I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And there's been another scripture shared on the chat and it's from Psalm 32 verses 1 and 2. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You're being blessed by our encounters with the Lord of a morning, the powerful daily reflections by Brother Savio, the divine mercy and rosary, and our Friday Bible study encounter evenings. Please share them with others and bless them as a gift. Also, these are shared on our Holy Spirit Prayer Group Brisbane YouTube channel, Telegram, Facebook pages, Twitter, Instagram and Spotify. And may the peace and the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, your loved ones and all you speak to and come in contact with today. And may the light of Christ that is in you shine brightly to others today. Have a blessed day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for our encounter with the Lord this morning. Thank you, Shani. God bless you. Thank God you. Bless you. Bye.